It just made me think of the cursed. I have a cursed image folder on my phone, and one of the images in there is one of those uh, titty mouse pads, but it's Mercy from Overwatch, and it is just stained with you know what. and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai, and joining me tonight, I have our poser extraordinaire, Natai. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> Every time. It's been a while since you've been on. Yeah, it's been quite a while, you know, like, the army kidnapped me, uh, I've been tortured, I've been through hell and back again, I've, nah, I've just been sitting on my ass playing with cables, I don't care. It's Assyrians, man, they killed you. You're actually dead right now. God, no. <laughs> anyway, so we also have two brand new people, brand new Ooh. voices on the podcast tonight. So uh, why don't we have the first one introduce yourself? Go ahead, Vlad. Or no, go ahead, Bryant. You fucked up! I fucked up! Yada, yada. I guess it really is time for me to get started, huh? <laughs> What's going on, folks? You can just call me Raid if you'd like. I have been watching anime ever since I first discovered the wonderful magical world of Bobo on Toonami. That was a trip, and since then has been in the top ten for eons now. And I'm here to be entertaining. You're off to a good start. All right, and we have our second new voice on the podcast, Vlad. Hello, I am Vlad. I am the Local foam-flinging feline. Uh, my <laughs> anime career started properly with, oh, you know, Sailor Moon, Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, oh, shoot. Uh, duh. What's the other off-brand Pokemon slash Yu-Gi-Oh? Digimon. 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 There we go. Yeah, I didn't like that one as much. monsters. Didn't like that one as much. But yeah, started, you know, classic kind of late 90s, early aughts anime and have been continuing to, to watch pretty consistently since then. All right. And you're, nice. also, you're also here for a second reason. <laughs> I am. Uh, so I did oh. a little project because I, I need an excuse, quote-unquote excuse, to, to do anything anymore. So I made a, uh, a crossover piece. Uh, I love Konosuba. Konosuba is just a riot, even though none of the characters are even likable. They're all cancerous. But you love the show anyways. You want to see more adventures. So in honor of uh, Megamine's just grotesque naming system, I created for my YouTube channel a Nerf Blaster that is called the Chun Chun Maru, uh, named for Kazuma's sword. Uh, so that is on my YouTube channel. If you go to tinyurl.com slash lowlyexplosion, uh, that will take you to the video. Uh, I did a, a Nerf Strife, I hydro dipped it with flames, and did some vinyl decals on it. It's really cool. I threw some, some mega memes in there for, uh, <laughs> for added measure. So, if you desire to see what I do for my day job, if you will, uh, check out that video. It's pretty cool. Yes, and nice. I will also put a link down below in the description to it, so you don't actually <laughs> have to go back and listen to it to type it in. I thought that tinyurl.com slash lowlyexplosion was pretty memorable. And, uh, it, yeah. it is memorable, <laughs> and it's very easy to, you know, type in. 
Good I thought job. it was funny. That's a good URL. Right? I'm so happy that wasn't taken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually I would I would kind of expect that to be taken, honestly. Like honestly, just thought it would direct you to like whatever the lowly equivalent of like meat spin is. Or it's just like lowly's <laughs> jumping out at you everywhere. Oh, or just no. bakadets, oh, bakadets. Oh. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> oh dear. Alright. Well, yes. Uh so welcome to you two. It's your first foray into this madness. I hope it's not your last. Um <laughs> But I have well, I have I have a bit of sort of news that we want to talk about before we actually get into our topic. We're actually doing a WTF tonight, so we're talking about whatever the fuck we want to talk about. Um but before we get into that, so over the last two and a half weeks now as of, as of the time of this recording um my anime list has been pretty much like non-existent um so we have we've actually talked about this a few weeks ago on the podcast about how some of us on the podcast use it quite a bit myself included um i didn't realize until it was gone quite how much i needed it in my life <laughs> because i'm actually going through crunchyroll i'm actually relying on crunchyroll now to tell me what episodes i've watched and crunchyroll's not very good at remembering that really you're I... having issues with crunchyroll remember there's a history feature yeah there it doesn't work half the time feature. though what and do especially you mean it doesn't you, work half the time if you, if you really, watch yeah. stuff if you watch stuff between like on your desktop and then on your phone and then on a tablet and then on a gaming console, it has trouble sometimes keeping all of that straight. No, mine's yeah. always synced up pretty well. Uh, what I, throws me off is I there's three other people that use my account, so like one person that's your own binge, damn fault though. It really that's is what one I was person binge watch people. Yeah, one person binge watch Darling in the Franks, and I forgot which episode I was on. I was like, oh no. Do any of these plots sound familiar? Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so Alex, let me let me let me be your psychiatrist for a bit. Lay down on the couch and tell me tell me what if you feel this says about yourself that you had such a difficult time with our just precious animalist. Um, it tells me that I have a really bad relationship with my father. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's a big mood right there. <laughs> Not really, but... Get off the couch. <laughs> Get off the couch. Wow. So my psychiatrist has kicked, summarily kicked me off the couch. Okay. I see how... I didn't sign up for this. You didn't sign up for you. I just want well, you to know that's going to uh, cost your insurance company like a grand and a half just for that uh, 10 minutes right there. So uh, <laughs> hope you enjoyed it. In the words of Phoenix Wright, eat Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I mean, it, it's... I. <laughs> I know that a lot of people have been making jokes that they're just updating their privacy policy, and that joke is getting fucking old really quick. Um, See, I think that joke has died out by now, thankfully, but it sadly has finally caught up to the different sites I'm using, and it's now it haunts me. Yeah, I know. It's like you, because you, you, you know that like you get that that notification, you have a new email, and you're like, you're almost afraid to. That. It's like it's going to say something about a privacy policy. I fucking know it. <laughs> Lord, every single website that I had, you know, basically used that updated their privacy policy, I, it logged me out, and then I'm like, "Well, oh, that's that's kind of odd." Log back in, and it's like, "Hello, we've updated the policy. Would you check it out?" And I'm just, no, I'm not doing that. It's like, no, you can leave, leave me, me alone, alone, please. So then I leave my websites to go play some games on the computer. Then Steam's like, "Hello again," and I'm like, "No, I, I, I'm done with you, please." So then I get no, Morgan Freeman. I, I don't want to hear about your stupid policy. I know. Get off of Steam. And just log into my phone. I'm trying to just get onto the Safari application, and the iPhone's like, <laughs> "Sup?" 
That's like, the best hey, way to describe how, it. How are you doing? You know that privacy policy thing that's going around? Here's another one. <laughs> I feel like it was. I feel like none of the privacy policies were actually updated. I feel like some ingenious hacker out there planted the privacy policy virus into some site, and it just kind of spread like wildfire, just to freak people out. <laughs> uh, I mean, that would be a great practical joke, though, wouldn't it? Like, I'm waiting for someone to come out and say it. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I'm not counting anything out. I, I hey man, I have my my towels in the ring. All right, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm sticking with it until proven wrong. Luckily, I mean, Mal is coming back a little bit at a time. I think we've pretty much got most of the features back. You still don't have access to the um, the uh, uh, mobile app, so that's still fucked. Wait, there's, a, there's, a, there's a Mal mobile app? There is. There's an official Mal mobile app, and there's a bunch of third parties that have made third-party apps, too. The Mal mobile app is actually surprisingly good. It actually has a feature it, where it's, it's just called the plus one. So you push that button, and it takes you to the list of anime you're currently watching, and all you have to do is is touch the an- the like the poster for the anime, and it automatically adds one to the episode count that you've watched. I like it, it when you touch I've my been anime. manually updating all of the animes I'm watching on my notes section in my phone <laughs> because Mal's been down. I'm like, well, i got to go into the caveman status and just do this shit manually. Oh, no, I, I, I can do one better than that. I've actually got a little notebook that I've been using, and I've been writing it down with a pencil. No, I'm afraid. It reminds me back in the days where I had to write down on paper every single Grand Theft Auto cheat code I need to remember. <laughs> Uh, yes, yeah, it, the good it's old coming days. back, so hopefully it'll be it'll be back up soon. And I think there's like a recurring thing that you can do if you're a Mal supporter, like a payment. And I think they're gonna rescind that for the last. You don't actually have to pay for the last month, so they're they're definitely taking care of their users, which is good. I mean, right, well, they should. <laughs> I think what I'm finding out is that I'm less of a weeb as like I thought I was because I've never run into a, an issue where I can't remember how many episodes into something I am, like well, ever. Well, uh, be thankful you have a blessed memory. I, I don't have a I have the memory. worst memory. <laughs> something in my mind told me, please, don't tackle Gintama. And then I was five episodes into Gintama and somehow skipped to 19 and had to go back. So, the, Nani the I don't fuck? know how that happened. Yeah, the, Nani the what, exactly? <laughs> Nani the what? <laughs> Nani the what? <laughs> so, you've da- so you've dabbled in Gintama, you say? I I dabbled in it. I have neglected putting it off for so long because mm. I'm like, oh man, I really want to watch this Gintama show, man. It, it looks right up my alley, and then I see the giant. There are 412 episodes, and it, yeah, it's, that's I'm just fair. like, that's. Uh, I can don't make it through 24. Don't do like don't don't be like me because I I'm like stuck at episode 86 because there's like a certain point where I sort of quote unquote binged it, which is not a good idea. Just watch like two episodes a day, and you'll be good. I need to get back into No, it what happened well. was you found a beautiful thing called the Monogatari series. That's true. That's also true. God, it's so gorgeous. I need to I need to watch it so bad, but I've been going through the age old question of, oh man, I want to watch Monogatari. Where do I start? I'll I'll send so it's pretty simple. There's like a picture of like you watch it in this order and done. I'll I'll send it to you in like I hope so, I because every single one that I found is it tells me something else and it was like Listen, I just I, I want to have a good time, and you're making me have a really bad time right now. <laughs> I, I'm That's trusting Natai on the order you sent me that that picture. I'm like, all right, this yeah, is the Bible I'll, for I'll how to navigate well. it. The uh, I don't know any of the characters' names, but the the one like white haired cat girl is really really cute. And That's called yeah, best she's girl. The best. That's best girl. Exactly. I've seen a couple really cute figures of her, and the the temptation to to delve into that side of being a weeaboo is overwhelming. 
Tell don't me do about it, it. She's like as one someone, of my favorites. As someone who delves into that side, don't do it. I it's saw, okay, so for $60, I saw a swimsuit Megamine figure at Colossal Con, and I was like, oof, maybe, <laughs> maybe, no. <laughs> and then I walked by another booth, and they had uh, Girls Und Panzer. They had the uh, two of the tanks, but they weren't, like, any of the recognizable tanks. They were two of the um, the Finnish tanks, and the, like, not not to say that the Finnish girls are bad because they're adorable, but, like, they're not main characters. They're very much supporting characters. And I was really thinking about it because these the tank plus the little figures were only like 25 bucks. It's like, man, if it had the Russian Loli, if it had the T-34, I'd be so there. But it wasn't the right tank, wasn't the right girl. You know, just out of curiosity, because I feel like this dwells into what you were just talking about, dude, can we all, like, go around and actually talk about one or two instances where you were at a con or a store or something, and you saw something, you're like, man, that's a great deal, or man, I've never seen that before, and you regretted getting it because, oh, man, I have a list. <laughs> oh, I don't boy. have so much of that. I have I have a list of things that I don't regret getting, but I regret spending as much as I spent on them. That That works, too. That is viable, sadly. Um, Go on. I well, I spent I spent two hundred dollars on a figure. Well, I mean, you can't just say a figure. Well, what's the figure? It was a Haruhi figure, Haruhi Suzumiya. Oh my! Two hundred dollars. Well, to be fair, it's not. It wasn't a one eighth or a one seventh figure. It was a one sixth figure. So it's a very large figure, and it's also it was a limited edition, a limited run figure that. As far as I know, was sold out because it had been made like I think it had been released three years prior to when I bought it. So it was it was the only place I, I was at a convention. And it was the only place I had seen it. So everywhere online was sold out, or the people that were selling it like on eBay were wanting like a thousand dollars for. It. I was like, I'm not sinking a thousand dollars into a figure that isn't holo. You you said the two words that are like my biggest triggers in my like knee jerk purchase uh, habit, which is limited addiction. Limited addition, which is my addiction. Limited addiction. I mean, the the addiction. addiction. I I assure you, the the addiction is not limited. It is. It is definitely. It sticks around. (laughs) Yeah, I have spent more. Okay, so my dumb purchase. I spent approximately twenty three dollars. On an airplane, I will never fly again uh, in a video game simply because I had all of the the planes for this nation except for the one new premium that they released. And it's a trashy... Okay, the Spitfire is a good plane, but the the variant that they had was a prototype that was loaned... Like, they, they lent it to the Italians as a, like, hey, maybe this will work for you guys, right? And, uh... And it didn't because it had a very poor engine. Long story short, I spent more money on that than I should have just to be a complete. It's Lord, such I a know pretty that feeling. Though. It's so pretty. Too bad it's so bad. I know that feeling all too well, man. Especially with these kinds of games that come out. And it's like, hey, we just released a, a set of new skins or something like that. And you're like, oh, I want like two out of the five. But now I need all five. It sounds like you're talking about League. Or Overwatch, not, or both. Not, hey, any of those games that have come out recently, League of Legends, Overwatch, fucking Rainbow Six Siege, Fortnite, all these weird can, can games. I, can I ask a question about that? Mm. I don't, like, I've been playing video games for a long time. 
Agreed. Like, before there was online play, and when you actually wanted to do multiplayer, you had to go to someone else's fucking house. Also agreed. You had to have an awesome LAN party where you duct-taped your buddy to the ceiling so you had enough yeah. space. Oh, yeah. yeah, classic, classic yeah, they, images they right there. The cable. Oh, man. <laughs> the best images. But, no, I, I don't understand this. I don't understand paying for skins. I really don't. Like, I would not ever, ever do that. I don't care. Like, I play with a base character forever. I'll tell you what. Here's the thing. It's like, no. Well, no. You know what it is for me? There's an old episode of The Simpsons that talks about Barbie dolls. And everyone's going fucking nuts over a new Barbie doll. And it's literally the exact same as the one that they came out with last year. Except it has a different dress. And that's what skins are to me. I'll tell you what. It's the same Barbie doll in a different dress. Yes. That's exactly it. It's... Here's the thing. So, you know, companies want to monetize their games post-launch, and they want to make money. That's fair. They're companies. They want to make a profit. That's cool. The way I see it, it's like, if they just sell skins and you can, like, purchase them with real money or, like, whatever in-game currency bullshit they have in, then, sure, whatever. If it's a skin that doesn't affect, like, gameplay and stuff, then I don't really care. Because, you know, it's just, like, cosmetic stuff. Sure, it'll be cool to have, like, things for free that come with the game itself that you already paid for, but when a lot of games, like, try and, like, nickel dime you for bullshit, when someone's like, yeah, just those skins, I mean, you can technically get them with, like, in the game itself, but you can also purchase them for money if you don't feel like working to get the currency for it, and I'm like, eh, whatever, it doesn't really hurt anyone, you know? I, I would never, I would never pay actual money like, real fucking money for DLC that did not in some way either change the game or improve the video game experience. Hey, well, you know what? To counteract that, listen, man, if someone releases a character, and that's a cool character, and they're wearing a blue shirt, but then they say, hey, you can pay $2 and have them have a yellow shirt, and I'm like, oh, wow, yellow's my favorite color. I can pay $2 for that? I'm gonna pay $2 for that. Now, my character has a yellow shirt, and I'm enjoying the game slightly more. But the gameplay hasn't that's changed. That's I mean, but that doesn't matter to me. I'm enjoying the game personally. But why would you want more. the gameplay to change? Because it, it, let's say you and another player like uh, play against each other, but you bought the skin and it changes the gameplay. That means like the other person who plays the same character without the skin, like the it's not fair. You know, you pretty much bought power. I'm going to share some words of wisdom that a drunk man in Windsor, Canada, once told me. <laughs> oh, this is Go starting off beautifully, right? He said, and I'm going to try not to slur it the way that he did. You find something that you love in life, and you let it slowly kill you. Some people like cheap hooch, and other people like hot women. I like to just wander around the streets of Windsor with a bottle in my hand. Basically, some people enjoy putting some money to have like a really kind of, to them, special thing in a video game that doesn't actually affect their interactions with other players necessarily. I can't tell you how many times my mouse has hovered over the purchase button to get the kitty uh, Black Kitty Diva skin because, ooh, that's adorable. There is no other... The mech has a tail, okay? Like, that shit's adorable. I just don't understand. I mean, some people love... Some people love the streets of Windsor with a bottle in their hands. Some people love Kitty Diva, like... I love yeah. Kitty Diva more than I love the I like how of we're putting <laughs> And more power Diva. too, you know. I like how we're putting Kitty Diva on the same level as some random guy <laughs> on the streets in Canada. Hey, this random guy could have been spouting more wisdom, we don't know. <laughs> hey man, that, that guy also could have 12 copies of Overwatch, each with Kitty Diva, you don't know. 
He could you be ever diva. just like feel like you wander he could be into Kitty Diva. <laughs> I mean, nah. You ever just feel like you you wander into a magical hobo situation where like he's gonna give you some magic beans or something? Like no, because the last time I walked into a hobo situation, I was at a red light and he knocked on my car window and said, <laughs> "You got any change?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's two in the morning." <laughs> <laughs> The last time that's I had not, somebody... That's not so much magical as it is maniacal. Oh, God, it was terrifying. Uh, I'll share a little anecdote of the last time I was in Atlanta and somebody tried to sell something to me, if, uh, if that sounds entertaining. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. I was in... Shoot, I forget the, the name of the street. Uh, I know Actually, I know the exact restaurant I was at. I was at the Porter. Uh, it's a little hole in the wall. It's really good. Uh, good beard. You know, kind of a, a very subdued ambiance. So Let's we, not implicate this restaurant if something actually happened. No, no, no. It's just the area that it's in. It's in the artsy district. You know, you go in while the lights are, or while uh, the sun's up, and, like, there's a dude playing a, an acoustic guitar, and, like, there's some dude painting. Like, it's a cool place. But then you're in there for, like, three hours, and you come out, and it's a little dark. I'm walking to the car, and this guy walk comes walking over to me, waving a CD, and... Uh, I'm trying to get in the car, and all I hear is big booty sluts, $5. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. I just hop in the car as fast as I can. <laughs> I don't blame you. If he had said, like, MILF hentai, $5, I would have been like, hey, mom, got a 10? Like, that would have been another story, but nah. <laughs> That's even better, shaking down your own mother for fucking porn <laughs> for I mean, you know. <laughs> for 2D porn, for that matter. The best porn, you mean? You say that like it's that makes it worse. It actually makes it better. No, I mean if from your from the mother's perspective. I mean, I don't know. I still have yet to get the no naked anime text from my mom, so I think I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I my parents they still call they still call it anime. So anime, anime. <laughs> yeah, I remember I was watching. Uh, I showed my father not too long ago. Uh, he because he's you know rather old. He had never seen Cowboy Bebop, and I was like, oh, it's from an older time. You could appreciate this. It's a phenomenal show. And every time he wanted to watch it, he'd always say, oh, how, where can we watch that, uh, that Bebop cartoon? Bebop. <laughs> and it, it hurt me internally, but I'm like, oh, father. <laughs> oh, dear. It was, yeah, it's just <laughs> the only... people who don't know anime, and they just don't know how to do it. It's funny. The only anime I've ever actually sat down with my parents to watch, and I actually sat them down to watch this with them, was Your Name. Oh my gosh, good choice. My my father's sitting through it. My father is, like, the worst person to go watch a movie with because he's one of these people that will turn to you and ask you a fucking million questions during the movie. And I'm like, just fucking watch it, and you'll fucking find out. To be fair, there's a lot of cultural stuff in there that a Western viewer wouldn't necessarily get. A typical Western viewer, I should Which say. Which I, uh, I explained to him as it was happening. Right. Uh, I had the, the benefit of watching Your Name with a friend of mine who is actually a Japanese culture uh, major. And she was explaining some of the things that were going on in there. So, like, by the end of it, in the last, like, couple you minutes. You got educated, son. I got educated, but, like, I'm just enthralled. And in the last couple minutes, she touches my arm because, like, I'm I'm sitting there. I'm barely keeping it together. I'm just watching this unfold. And uh, she touches my arm, and she's like, Flat, are you okay? I just turn <laughs> to her, and the waterworks begin. And I'm just like, no, I'm not okay. <laughs> and that's the story okay. of uh, the last time I cried. Yeah, Shinkai does that to you. On, uh, I have, I have, I have another story about that. So when I actually first went to watch 
um, your name. I went in theaters and we went. I went and watched uh, it too. with. I went and watched it with Riker. And for those who don't know, Riker can be an asshole sometimes. So I had not seen it, but he already had. But he just wanted to go see it again. So I'm sitting there and I'm just watching the movie, and I can tell like every every like ten minutes or so, he just he turns and he just stares at me for a few minutes, and he'll just he'll look away, and and then like it would get to like a really really sad part, and I he would just sit there and look at me because he was waiting for me to start crying, <laughs> and then so it gets to about the end of the movie, and you know, not to spoil anything, if you have first of all if you haven't seen your name, go fucking watch it. Um, but it gets to the end of the movie, and it, the the credits start playing, and he turns to me, and he just sits there and stares at me. I'm looking at it like tears are running down my face, and he's just laughing his ass off at me. And I'm like, "You fucking bitch! What a dick! Oh my god!" <laughs> I wish I had something entertaining to say for that because I wanted to see it with a friend of mine. And the whole movie consisted of just being like, <gasps> and then at one point it was just inco- incoherent, like female blabbering while tears were streaming down her face. It's like, I'm about to put the face in that. I'm like, I don't know what you're saying, but I feel you. So a, uh, a local cinema is actually doing all summer long. They're uh, putting on a bunch of the Ghibli movies. So I'm really you, hold, wait, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ghibli. Really? Ghibli. 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 Yeah, we're not having this. Don't bite me. It's the same Anyways, argument for the... people who say gif and jif. Jip. We are not GIF. opening up this can of worms. We will be will here for it. four hours. I do not can opener in hand. No, no, no. We will be here for four hours. Anyways. I can officially say we will not be here for four hours because it's getting fucking hot in my apartment. <laughs> Fair enough. So I, I am very tempted to go and uh, see how's this be. It's such a good movie. That's it's still my favorite. Also got can you actually? Away. Can anyone actually name a Ghibli movie that is markedly terrible? They no, there exist. are some that are weak. I wouldn't say that there are any that were terrible, but there are definitely ones that yeah, they weren't as prominent as the others. I yeah, think but it's I mean, all are there any that are unwatchable? No, no there's no unwatchable Ghibli film. I'd, yeah, have, I'd have to argue that. I, I, yeah, I, I've never heard anyone say that there's any. I mean, I have heard people say that there are, are Ghibli movies that they like more than others, obviously. But I've never heard anyone say that there's a single Ghibli movie that they've ever watched that they thought was absolutely horrible and they couldn't watch it. You know, I haven't either. So I think we're in agreement on that one. Unless if someone wants to sin right now and say they hated or thought a Ghibli movie was really bad, you may speak. And I will say, if, if I ever hear anyone say that Nazca The Valley of the Wind, is a terrible movie, I will fucking throat punch them. <laughs> God. I know from experience how hard that hurts, too. I don't, I don't want to be throat punched. <laughs> I will Man. go Alex Jones on your ass and throat punch you. <laughs> You're going to hunt down the globalist. Down globalist. <laughs> you know, there was actually a, uh, an anime film that came out in the theaters in certain parts of the country that I actually didn't get a chance to see. and It was actually a movie based off of an anime that I really liked from, I can't remember if it was 2016 or 2017, but it was uh, the movie for Bungo Stray Dogs, Dead Apple. Ooh. I don't know if you guys had watched Bungo Stray Dogs at all. I've heard show, many good first things off, about it, actually. It, it, I have yes, not. Please, it is phenomenal. It got it, Both the seasons were great, and I'm very sad that I missed the movie. But hmm. I was really Is the movie like to... a sequel? Like a I, continuation? I, I think it's just a continuation in movie-esque format. I really don't even know what the plot of it is. I mean, if I looked it up, I, it'd be a piece of cake, but... I really want to see because Bongo Street Dogs just oh so good. It is like a honorable mention for my top ten. I love it. It is nice. spelled exactly how I thought it would be spelled. Holy wow! 
The, everybody either I can't. There's such a there was a mixed battle in the community about should you spell it B U N G O or B U N G O U. Everybody, no one can seem to decide. I don't know why, it's, and I can't either because I, I'm like, oh, I mean, you say bungo, why is the U there? It's it's silent. I don't know. Oh, what the hell do I the do? D silent. This isn't French. This isn't the French language. Like you don't pronounce half of the letters. Exactly. It's just like. So is the U there, and do I need to pronounce it, or can I just throw away the U, but no one can give me an answer? Very confused. I'd like to buy a vowel. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to tack it on to the end there. I I don't want it to actually do anything. I just want it to hang out there for me. Yeah, I just want to throw it at the end of the sentence. Like, you know, just right after the period, like, it's going to end with a period, and then just throw the U over there, just just to throw them off. (laughs) That's my side hoe over there. Don't worry about it. My side yeah, view. <laughs> that's, that, that's my side vowel. Like everyone, no one's supposed to know he's there, but he's there. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, no. Please watch Mongo Straight Dogs. You can watch them. I'm looking hmm? at the, is it, uh, is it, the I thought it had designs been. here. If it has, I am unaware of it, and I probably will not watch it anyways. <laughs> I'm kind of liking these nah, character designs. Don't be. Yeah. They look hmm. rather schnazzy. The characters in the show. Yeah. Yeah, they got the whole detective thing going on. Uh, it, it's great. I'm, I'm not going to get into Bungo too much. Just go watch it for yourself if you haven't. It's it's great. Yeah, it's uh, well, from what I've seen of it, they they dress like fucking like 30s detectives. Yes, it's got a, it's got a, the uh, the style of clothing they wear. It kind of reminds me of a I don't know. Some people may not agree with me on this, but it reminds me of Bacano. Uh, yes, yeah, I, mean, I, I was actually to say that it's, it, it, the 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 like the clothing style they wear is very reminiscent of Bakudo. Very yeah, much. It, it was great. So I, I thoroughly oh. love that style. Oh, it's Bones, so you can never go wrong with them. Yeah, there you go. Has Bones mm-hmm. made a, a bad anime? Yes, it's yeah. yes, it's called My Hero Academia. <laughs> I will oh, fight you. He opened the worms. Opened it's the not worms. bad. Oh my god! It's not. It may not be bad, but it's not good Look, either. I will. It's not. It's not. Like one of the best shows ever, but it's good. I will Bekaretsu all over you with the Chunchumaru. Like <laughs> me sitting up here sweating because it's number two in my top ten. <laughs> Listen, Alex, you know you have a bit of an antagonism towards MAJ, so chill. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's not just MAJ. It's like eighty percent of all shonen. Okay, but do you enjoy uh, do you enjoy X Men? Like that's the other question. Cause do I enjoy like the comics? Just X Men in general, like of like all the comics. Well, see, you like, can't say that because the X Men comics are great. The X Men movies are debatable. <coughs> I will agree I mean, with you there, but I will say the concept will say, of the X Men. Do you enjoy the concept of the X Men? Do I enjoy the concept of the X Men? The idea is good, I suppose. All right, then. Then what's but, the difference? But I mean, how is that? How is the concept truly any different from like the Avengers or Justice League or? Aw, dude, it's different. I think it's, it's the. No, I mean, it's the, it, it, the concept being a a gathering of superheroes. I think it's, it's how prolific that, uh, the the traits are. I think it's like, what is it, ninety five percent or eighty something percent of the people in uh, in my hero have quirks. Like, yes, I think it was eighty percent. Most of the planets, yeah. basically. It's it, it's how prolific the quirks are and how just common they are. Yeah, like the Avengers, those quirks, if you will, are a lot less common than in the X Men world or in My Hero. I mean, half of the Avengers are just really strong people. So. I mean, but one that of them has, uses that a bow has and literally nothing to do why I, with why I don't like MHA. 
you just don't I mean, like hey it man, it's to each their own. I've always been bereaved for the fact that I do not like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. So, <gasps> yep. But you like the original, right? No. Oh, so you don't like any of the Full Metal? You don't I, like anything. I, I, in my, FMA is a great show. It, it, there's a reason that it's on the top of thousands of people's lists, and it is great. I put it in the spot. I'm like, yes, you are good. You are great. But to me. I do not it's like It's not you. fantastic for you. you. you it's, and that's the, fa- yeah, it's just, you are over there, you're great, I acknowledge your greatness, but I'm going to stay over here with my oddly buff-ripped men, and you can stay over there. Cool. <laughs> it's it's for me, it's the same for me with shows like MAJ. While season two was airing, uh, most of my friends who were watching, it's like, this is the best show ever, it's a 10 out of 10. I was like, I don't know, man, it's kind of super flawed, but I still enjoy it, so it's like, sure, but... I give, yeah, I get I give Boku no Hero, saying. like, a solid, like... 8 out of 10. I love it. And I was reading yeah. the manga before me, the show even came out. But it has its flaws, but it's definitely not awful. It's great. It's yeah, great. it's solid. That's it's a the good difference. You, you can admit that. Most fans won't admit that. I mean, you have to be honest with yourselves, man. You, you, even your favorite anime of all time, whatever it may be, it ha- probably has flaws. There's nothing that's perfect. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I will, I will be the first to admit that my favorite anime of all time, Spice and Wolf, has many flaws. I would be very happy to lay them all out neatly in a row for you. I would do the same thing for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, man. It's got plenty of flaws. I actively shit on Konosuba for being just a story with no likable characters with the exception of maybe the barmaid. And... Other than that, everybody's just absolute cancer. Yet it's enjoyable because you just want. This is probably the only one who's like sort of nice there. Would you put Konosuba on the bar between like proper anime and just barely above a shit post? You know what? (laughs) That is a very accurate way of describing Konosuba. Like, I mean, it's like right. It's like right above Pop Team Epic in terms of shit (laughs) postings. Someone told me this once, and I absolutely agree with it. That Konosuba is the anime equivalent of spending 24 hours on 4chan. <laughs> As someone That's who's about never right. even spent 30 minutes on 4chan, I, I don't know, but I'll take your word for it. That sounds about right. Even more than that, we talked about it before, Alex, but Konosuba is basically Seinfeld the anime. It is. It is basically. That's like the beauty of it. It's like, it's like Seinfeld if you gave like Jerry and Elaine fucking like, inept superpowers. <laughs> I uh, I got one of my buddies to start watching Konosuba, and his his deal was he would never watch it unless he was super drunk. I was like, all right, <laughs> that's probably Perfect. the that's only a good way anime that you to will... watch drunk though. To oh be yeah, because you don't have to follow it. You just have to watch the. You just have to watch Megamine just yell explosion and just burst into flames and then fall over like the little chuny she is. And you just got to watch Darkness get hot and bothered from all the the beatings that she takes. Oh yeah. And uh, he was like, this is funny when I'm really drunk. And then <laughs> he, uh, he ended up not going to a couple of uh, the days at uh, Colossal Con. So he stayed back and watched Konosuba, Stone Cold Sober. And I messaged him at one point because he was asking what episode he was on. I'm like, I don't know, like, has Cosmo been broken out of jail yet? And he's like, wait, Cosmo goes to jail? And I was like, oh, you're still in season one. Never mind. It's not oh, like you can spoil so it, but like it, it's such a can hard I, show can to I, spoil. Can I can I actually suggest something that would have made as good as season two actually is? Can I suggest something that would have made it just slightly better? Go for it. Replace the voice actor of Veneer with Dio's voice actor. <laughs> no, yeah, I feel like you can do that for a lot of things. Uh, me personally, yeah, but I don't know. Veneer's voice actor was good. Why would you say that? 
I, I, I'm not saying Same it was Same deal for, it like, the Demon good, King or something. Just, just imagine it being, like, 10% better with Dio's voice. I don't know. I, I, w- I would say you should save Dio for, like, the Demon King to be, like, something ridiculously stupid. That's oh, fair. Yes. At a certain point, I just want, uh, I want Danny DeVito to do the dub. Like, every character. <laughs> I would just want Danny DeVito every character to be Danny out DeVito. there. Oh, what character from the anime? There was an anime that came out that got dubbed recently. I was like, they have to get Danny DeVito as this character. What the hell was it? Oh, um, hmm. it, it was like everyone was like, "Holy crap, that would be hilarious if Danny DeVito." So, oh, it was, was it no, it wasn't. Zero? It wasn't an anime. It was. It wasn't an anime. Actually, it was Detective. Oh no, it's Detective, Detective Pikachu. Pikachu. Yes, yeah. Have you seen, oh oh have you seen that trailer? Pikachu. Someone put up put up of like he used a lot of <laughs> clips of Danny that. DeVito on top of that, and I they're put like that under off? my list of human failures because that that goes like right above like having Terry Crews be Doomfist in Overwatch for sure. They're all like clips from Always Sunny too, so it's just Pikachu yeah, running around. So Who good. wants rum ham? Like. I'm an animal! Can I, like, can the, I tell you? The trainer you... or whatever is like, oh, hey, Detective Pikachu, did you find anything? No, but I found this Magnum condom from my Magnum dong. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? Pikachu just talking about his dong. It's not cool. Can I tell you, there's a, there's a, there's a, a Hollywood celebrity who I would love at some point before he fucking dies to just do a dub for an anime. It doesn't have to be like a big part. But I Morgan just want Freeman. to hear his voice in anime. Ian McKellen. I want to hear Christopher Walken voice and anime character oh no uh, who i'm blue you gotta pick one anime and one character for him to voice who is it okay let me think about this for a second um i got it okay beetlejuice from re-zero there you go who beetlejuice from oh, ReZero. oh that would be oh this I, I don't know why but for some reason that when you mentioned the question the first person that popped in my head i want him for some reason to voice master roshi from dragon ball i don't know why. i don't know why i have no like reasoning behind it for some reason i just pictured that scene super where he's doing the kamehameha and i'm like why do i picture him christopher walken saying that i don't know why um i i, I don't know off the top of my head who i would have him vo- it have to be in a comedy i think to make it really good so he can really sell um, it veneer uh, yeah, have him voice veneer in Kona 7 season two. There you go. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think like a character from JoJo's that he could do. I mean, if they ever get around to fucking doing an anime adaptation of Part Five, I'd love to hear him as Guido. You're hurting my feelings right now. <laughs> could you, you know imagine? Did you know that it's been 532 days and we have no them? Part Five? Oh, I love the fact that you just know this number off the top of your head. Uh, 2019, dude. Winter 2019. It's happening. You keep saying say that it. it's not happening. No, it is twenty winter twenty nineteen. It's happening. No, because we had to get we had to get Captain Subasa, and then we have to get a fucking anime about the cells in your fucking body. Oh wait, All fuck. Right, but uh... that's, like, they already did that in America as a cartoon. Uh, oh shoot, what was that called? Um, Osmosis Jones the anime. Yeah, basically yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was really good when done as a cartoon. I can only imagine it'll be better as an anime. All right, scratch that. Um, fall twenty nineteen. There we go. Part okay. five. Okay. That maybe, but no. Could you imagine? Because because I mean, Natai, you haven't read the manga yet, which you fucking should. But but Brian, could you imagine Christopher Walken as Guido Mista? I, I, that sounds hilarious. But okay, hold on. Now that I'm thinking about Mista's lines, that'd be pretty fucking funny to hear. I, I think about smell it. a liar. Uh, I, <laughs> I had the. And then you just experience. have him. Do, you have him. You, you have him do the lick, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. Tastes like a liar, too. <laughs> no, please. What are you doing? No, don't take my clothes off. Oh, no. 
I had the weirdest what? experience when I tried to start watching JoJo because apparently I jumped in like halfway through part three. I didn't realize oh, no. it because it was labeled as episode one. And like, oh, the they're OVA just, then. They're just oh, yeah. in the desert. Like this dude's chasing him with water. And I think he's blind. With the dog. Yeah. And like somebody and just punched some the dog. Like <laughs> that's one of my I had no oh, idea what that's was something. going on. That's something to note, like, Vlad, if you actually do start watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, I hope you have, like, uh, you don't have an aversion to dog violence. I heard that somebody in the first couple episodes just beats the Christ out of a lady. No, in the first episode, Dio kicks a dog in the face, and then not even 20 minutes later, he incinerates the dog. Yeah, Yeah, he throws the dog in an incinerator while it's alive. Dio's a son of a bitch. People forget that JoJo is dark as fuck. Thank you. And isn't there... Okay, so I remember hearing a friend rant about a part where just this, like, somebody poisoned somebody, and they're trying to figure out how they poisoned them, and then they just pull this random Chinese dude into into the scene. He was behind a curtain or something. They do, like, the big reveal of this random Chinese herb-selling dude, and they're like, this is totally a legit plot point, and not a racist stereotype. This is from, isn't that, I think that's from part eight. That's in the manga. Is it? Yeah, that's that's something that's relatively recent from part eight, I think. Yeah, I, that, like, that was maybe like, I don't know, 20 chapters ago. My friends have, I absorb things through my friends in such a way that like, watching JoJo, I'm going to know like some very small landmarks. And when I get to them, I'm just going to be like, oh, that's the part where this happened. Oh, okay. You yeah, Dio's a else. son of it's a bitch. Great. That's... That's the cool thing about uh, part four. So Mario, with the, the town where the story is set in, it's fiction and all, but they keep showing you, oh, this part is like where like this stuff happened, and it had like people think of it as a special place, or like yeah, this guy that they turned into a stone, it's like a landmark, so people go there and like pray for it or whatever. It's just the guy who turned into stone because you know JoJo. It's like it's great. I like that you can just explain something away as because you know JoJo. Like, yeah. like, it's a totally legit thing. It's legit. You can get away there's with a, anything. There's a moment Jojo. where a chick falls off a cliff, and then she hits a rock, but the rock is like a trampoline. It propels her back to where she was before she fell. And, you know, yeah, that makes sense. Nani the fuck? Like... <laughs> there was, there was also, there's also a scene where rainbows start appearing in the sky, and if you're affected by them, everyone starts turning into snails. <laughs> what? Which part is this? What? We go read the manga. Part, part six is a wild ride. Part six oh, is God. something else. Part See, six is my at favorite first part, I was and no one going, ever agrees with me, but I love it. I was going to accuse you of just uh, stealing part from Double Rainbow all the way across the sky, but <laughs> no, no, that is there, there's a scene where there's rainbows. It's raining. People are turning into snails. There's a priest who makes himself blind so he doesn't turn into a snail by punching himself in the head. Like what? Amazing. The... I will say, Jolene is pretty hot. I like her design. Oh, she's second. She's second wife. I have one wife who no one will ever beat her. But if someone had Who's to beat her, oh, we're not we're not opening up the wife who can. <laughs> no, I want to no, know. We're sitting here with a can opener. Apparently, let's open don't, up the wife don't, who can. Don't say yeah. I have a number one wife who, and then say no. Nah, I'm not gonna tell you about it. Oh, you know what? You got me there. You got me. All right. Personally, for me, since the day I saw her when I was, I think, I don't know, four or five years old, first time oh, playing Street Fighter Two, Chun Li. Chun-Li's the best. I got those thighs, man. Thighs for days. <laughs> Dude, legs days. for days. She took Never Skip Leg Day and made it like her whole, whole reality. <laughs> she never skips leg minute, like, my god. 
I think in every Street Fighter game, she has like two punching moves. Two. <laughs> Everything else is a foot. Everything else involves As kicking. it should be. Yeah. How about you, Vlad? Who's your number one waifu? Oh, man. It changes with the season. Like, I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> what a slut. You weak person. Man, you Have you not slut. met I me, I am a Alex? loyal, humble <laughs> man. And you are sitting right here going from salute to salute. Look, thought you thought. Weak. I'm not a whore. I'm a luxury slut, okay? Luxury and if you can't slut. afford me, then you can't touch the merchandise. I currently Thought have X a big it. thing for Zero Two just because of the way that she says that. Everybody like, does. Like, okay. Yeah. I think that it just goes to underline like how lonely of a person that I am currently because when she <laughs> says darling, I can feel my heart flutter a little bit. I'm like, I want somebody to call me that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Darling. It was darling. close enough that it did the thing. Holy shit. <laughs> it did the thing. <laughs> It, it is great. Like the the voice actress they got for Zero Two is really good. Oh yeah, I like her a lot. I I'm going to track down everything that she has done ever after this. Can you imagine how fast her fucking when they when she finally gets a figure, how fast that's gonna sell out? Oh my! Oh, God. I think I think on the Crunchyroll store they have a Figma of her, yes. and I think it's already sold out. I think it is. And oh it no! Need, I know what you're come talking about. And that year. that Figma sold out. I think in about an hour. Yeah, I mean, I figured it did. I think they're also making a Nindroid of her, but I don't know if that one's for sale yet. I don't want to think about how many cum tributes there's going to be to her. <laughs> I'm going to have to ask you to cease. <laughs> it just made me think of the cursed... I have a cursed image folder on my phone, and one of the images in there is one of those uh, titty mouse pads, but it's Mercy from Overwatch, and it is just stained with you-know-what. Oh, so wow. speaking of titty mouse pads, I almost bought a uh, a fucking titty mouse pad at Colossal Con because I it was McCree. One of those, like I can't find them anywhere. It's good without, for like, your going wrist, to like legitimately. Like I, my wrist is genuinely having problems, and I was like, you know what? If I'm gonna get one of those cushioned mouse pads, I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna go all out and embrace the meme and just titty mouse pads. So I kind of want the Pepe butt cheek one. Yes, I kind of want the one that's just Pepe grinning and it says butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like I won't be judged as severely for that as, like, if I just had Darkness's Tiggle Biddies on there. Oh, that's... You're a man of culture. A, a man of culture you are, good sir. Darkness is best gonna Supergirl. That's very true. Yeah. <clears throat> no. Wiz. All right, Wiz. Come on. Are you threatening me? I'm saying I'd rather take a nap <laughs> on Wiz than I would on... on uh, Okay, well, I, I'm not counting Wiz as like I'm talking about like the main four. I mean, you know, oh, Cosmo's well, obviously yeah. best girl, but Cosmo is, is my best favorite, girl. So. Yes, Continue. I mean, no, th- no, the guy who keeps drawing Cosmo as a trap—that's <laughs> oh, best no. girl. Oh no, Trapsuma? Yeah, I'm afraid. Oh, Trapsuma that part. should like, be the only listen. thing that's afraid. Like that gave me PTSD to back when everybody was drawing Link from Breath of the Wild as a trap. Oh, those were good <laughs> days. No, remember that part. Remember that part in uh, season two of Konosuba where Chomsuke would keep like playing with Wiz's breasts. <laughs> yeah. Oh. The, oh yes, I remember that scene. Those just look like what a wonderful so show. I like to imagine I'm a wholesome show. person, but I know that I'm I'm a big salute. <laughs> plus wholesome. You, oh, so you admit to it? You admit that you're a salute, not a luxury slut. You are a salute. Yeah, he just admit it. He keeps jumping from waifu to waifu. We, we have this on recording. You're not yes. getting out. Playback the tapes. No, I'm not getting out of anything. Iggy it'll be it'll be like it'll be like the fucking Watergate tapes. There's like there's n- mysteriously five minutes that are missing. Oh my goodness! <laughs> then we'll have Vlad. Back. I am not a crook. <laughs> I'm not a crook. Except for him, it'll be I'm not a lolicon. <laughs> oh 
one Look, thing I wanted to drink. mention actually, because I think we mentioned it earlier today, was Fooly Cooly's back. It yes, Fooly Cooly. Oh my God, Fooly! I wanted to talk about this so bad. So you have seen. We it, sidetracked right? so yeah, hard in the last thirty minutes. Great. I'm just gonna it's say that. Cool. We're not. We're not. I don't want to spoil anything, but, but I think no. we, you and I will both agree. Like, if you watched Fooly Cooly back in the day, fucking go watch it. This is a worthy sequel. Oh goodness, yes, good. It's already starting off as a banger. Like, it, it, it's it was seventeen years we've been waiting. Well, not even waiting. They never planned to do this. I don't. think. Yeah, I mean, this just came yeah, out of the blue. I mean, you're not wrong. Like. So we just came out of nowhere and we're all like, what? Awu, <laughs> what's this? Awu. Okay, well, I'm not going to Mr. Obama? No. No, 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 I got no, I got one better. It's Mr. Trump, can I stay with you in the White House? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You know what this means, actually? Corey in the house is no longer in the house. No, he's not. Oh. I remember Corey when that in the was house actually, was the best uh, wasn't, anime. That was actually on Mal for a while, wasn't it? <laughs> it Corey was. in the house, yeah. 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 It was like <laughs> Sweet Life they of did, Zach They and did Cody. that as a uh, April Fool joke, but then they kind of, they, they quote-unquote forgot. forgot to take it off. <laughs> it, I remember that being the biggest meme for a little while, and it was a I great that moment. Too. That was um, a wonderful time. So there, there was someone, uh, and, and to kind of bring it back to Fully Cleet, I, I cannot for the life of me remember now what they said, but there was someone that said... Um, the best way for this new Fully Cooly to end, because there is going to be two seasons of it, two six-episode right. seasons, so the best way it can end is with um, Toonami One second, having... I'll put my headphones down. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, no, I'm, I, this is, has nothing to do with actual the story. <laughs> but um, um, I said the best way for it to end would be have Toonami come on with a little like message after the credits roll for the final episode mm-hmm. and, just have, and just say, thank you all for watching... Uh, we had a really great time bringing this back so much so that, and then it kind of fades to, um, for the life of me, I can't remember what they said, but I was like, I was so much in agreement of of another show that really needs more seasons. Um, but I can't fucking remember what it was now. And it was so good. Um, fuck. Oh no, it was no, no, it was, um. Uh, it was a pair of wolf ears, and it said Spice and Wolf underneath of it. <laughs> oh, oh, of course you would want that. See, let's take the Spice and Wolf part out and say that Toonami is going to gladly be hosting the first dubbing of Part 5 of JoJo, and I'll be very happy. I don't care how trash it is, I'll watch it. But no, it was, um, I think, like, could you imagine... Could, could you even imagine that, though? Like, if they said, we had a really great time bringing this back, let's do it for another show! I really do hope they would do it for other shows, like on a show that ended on uh, Toonami that it only got two seasons, and I'd hope they'd bring it back for a third. Was a Space Dandy? Yes, oh that God. would be another great a- announcement at the end of Fully Cooly. I would love to have a Space Dandy. Season well, three. and and the the official website, the Japanese website for for Space Dandy, um, still it still has it uh, as listed as an airing show. Oh they, really? They want they want to make another another season. So Space Dandy well, is one of stopped. the uh, it's one of those animes that I use to introduce people to anime. Uh, the other one yeah. is Sword it's Art a good Online. gateway anime. It's a great simply because anime. Sword Art Online you don't need a whole lot of cultural understanding of Japan to get it. Like you can draw enough parallels to stuff like Ready Player One, and it's okay, but it's bad enough that it's hard to be worse than it. So anything else that you pick after that is going to be better. So like, yeah, pretty much, yeah. It's debatable. There are things worse than there Sword are Art. things worse than Sword Art Online, but not really in the. But mainstream. I doubt that those people will. Be <laughs> Future Diary. <laughs> I, you Wait, know what? Oh, okay. okay, so I have only watched Future Diary in a 
very sleep deprived state. And all I remember, <laughs> I I used to work nights, and one time I pulled a sixty three hour day, and then went to watch uh, watch anime Impressive. while drinking with friends. And uh, all I remember is the the girl just going yuki all the time and like That's they were trying to show. slice this one dude's uh phone in half in the right way to kill him properly like that's all i really got so from it. so uh, i have to say you don't actually have to watch uh mirai nikki or future diary i if you really want a good an actual good time while watching future diary we actually did a drunk cast last year where we watched future diary and then took a shot every time that Yuno said yuki what a mistake that oh, was like, oh that was man. a huge mistake but very entertaining to watch oh man I mean, so I used to do I got, a thing. And I was doing shots. I was doing shots of Fireball. Oh, God. Idiot. You poor bastard. And I got drunk incredibly quickly, so much so that I was hitting on people who were in the fucking chat, on the, in the, on the Twitch chat, watching along with us. All right. Lord. Speaking of, okay, speaking of, like, interactions with people that aren't technically there, uh... I knew somebody at one point, I, they got really, really drunk, and I was trying to show them the original Star Wars movies because they had never seen them because they were a heathen. <laughs> and this person, when Obi-Wan, this is how far we got into Star Wars Episode Four. Okay. When uh, Obi-Wan is trying to, to coax R2 out of the rocks and goes, come here, my little friend. This person goes, I can't, you're in the movie. And I'm like, oh my god, you are gone. <laughs> no, no. So I just had to like close the laptop. Are you sure it wasn't, like, you sure it wasn't high instead of drunk? No, it was drunk. Oh god. <laughs> Does that sound like something you'd movie. say when you were like having a like a, a you know high would have been the puff, funnier. Puff like high would have been. Fu- I just want people to know that uh, medical marijuana is in fact illegal in Michigan, and uh, <laughs> a lot of my friends do live in Michigan, so. No, it's not that this person was high. Uh, they were very drunk. Uh, they could have gotten high if they wanted to. They lived in Michigan. It was it was just... I've never had a worse time trying to watch Star Wars. <laughs> I like how it was specifically Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. That, that makes me giggle. So, so you brought up Star Wars. I, I opened oh, up that no. can of so worms. So it's, it's, it's now time for me and Natai to have an argument. Star Wars is All my right. favorite anime. <laughs> so crack your knuckles, Natai. It's, it's time to throw down. This is Megalobox right here. Oh, okay, you're, about, you're about to talk about Megalobox and not have me in this fight. You no. are damn mistaken. No, I'm talking about Star Wars, but I'm going to fight him like I'm in the fucking Megalobox ring. Oh, got me excited for a second. I just think Ryan Sokka. I am Gilles Joe. Anime Club of the Dog, the podcast of disappointments. <laughs> No, fuck you. Okay, so <laughs> you completely disagree me, with me, but I'm going to go ahead and, and get my thesis out of the way first. Star okay. Wars as a franchise is dead. Yes. Thank you. Objection. I'm, I'm with Okay, that. so here's why it's not dead. You still have the all movies to watch. I'm That's not saying that the, the idea of Star Wars is dead. I'm saying that going forward, Star Wars as a franchise is dead. Saying it's dead is saying, like, okay, it can never be redeemed because I don't like a movie in a franchise. I don't franchise. think it can be redeemed. All right. Was Why it? don't you think that? People take... said that after the prequels, and then people were like, oh, Force Awakens was a good time. And here, here, here's the thing. Like, I, 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 I'm too young to have actually gone and seen 
the first three Star Wars movies, the original trilogy in theaters. Same, I wasn't even born. But I was old enough when the prequels came out to actually go see those in theaters. And I have to tell you, Episode 2 is not very good. Episode, episode 1 isn't is, good. Holy... Episode 3 is, is kind of... Eh, it has its moments. Episode, episode 3 is like the lesser of all of them but, like, in but terms of how three, bad it is. Episode 3 it's has okay. its moments. But I, I'm going to say... No one's going to agree with me. But Episode 1 was not that bad. Now this Jar Jar is, is the best no, character in Star Wars. <laughs> it's not as bad as fucking Last Jedi. That's not true. Last Jedi is divisive as fuck, but here's the cool thing about it. It's it divisive can, like, as fuck go... because it was very badly written. How is it badly written? Because the cool I'll thing, tell you, I'll let... tell you who, who actually would think it was like a brilliant masterpiece. A fucking pink-haired feminist. No, that's stupid. I really enjoy Last Jedi. I think it's flawed, but it's, a, it's very cool. I like that they tried to shake up the like status quo and they're not afraid of taking risks. That's here's the here's the thing about Last Jedi. It tries to demystify all of the like myths as like that makes sense actually, dummy. <laughs> it, all of the like legends of the entire like series instead of being like a story about one lineage that's like for some reason all of them are like the one that everything centers around. It's like no, let's try to open this up to many more characters, which means they come from different places in different universes, and that's cool. I like that. Like, the end of the... Spoilers, by the way, for Star Wars, but sure. Like, the end of the movie pretty much implies, yeah, like, a lot of different people can, like, are going to be Jedi. Not only just, like, one lineage of of Skywalkers, which is I, I cool. I would buy that. I would buy that explanation if they had said it 60 or 70 or 100 years after Return of the Jedi, where you actually didn't have any interaction from any of the original characters. But What's wrong with having interaction the, with the original characters? Because all they do is they introduce them and then fucking kill them. But I'm there's sorry, a reason the for that. It's not, it's not, always, a reason a, for it's not that. always a good way to, to, to write your way out of a situation. It's not. Neither is okay, making sure, but them there's go a to a secluded planet and just meditate forever. Like... That's also and then not drink a good like way. like walrus titty milk. All right, they always have to include the blue milk. Like I, ah, they're. <laughs> mm. Oh man. Here's the thing, like with that I, was a very graphic I, tip for mm-hmm. a movie. I just want to point that out. Like that was too graphic for you. It was the way that it ran down his beard. Like it just it gave me the heebie-jeebies. But I'll and give also, you this. Say, wh- I will go ahead. So, and I firmly believe this. They write a new trilogy for every generation, in a sense. So, like, your generation of Star Wars was 4, 5, and 6. The the next, and George Lucas said this himself, I wrote episodes 1, 2, and 3, not for the old Star Wars fans, but for the new Star Wars fans. I think that's what's happening now. Like, this, this new, new movies are being written for the newer fans and not necessarily for the older fans. There is enough callbacks and references and you know the hitting the right notes for the old fans but it's not for the old fans well they got that for right for sure cuz they tried to do something aim, if that's different. their aim they hit their mark exactly right yeah i i think that is what i think that is the only way to do it right i mean even just the the nature of film oh god all right i do youtube i make like essentially amateur films for a living the nature of filmmaking has changed so much since the original trilogy for sure released like now every movie no matter how serious it is has to have a couple jokes in it the a couple feel-good moments like 
gone are the days uh, where you and that's that's the biggest problem no it doesn't i mean writing, i agree good writing yeah. essentially hasn't changed i mean a good story is still a good story you can fuck up a good universe right i i just find that more more often than not a movie that if it wants to be a blockbuster which they all want to be they they will include an amount of laughs that i find uncomfortable for storytelling Eh, I don't know. Look at Justice League. They tr- they Batman v Superman was super serious and it was bad. Then they said, "Okay, let's put more humor and that'll make it better." No, it was still bad. <laughs> it's not. It's not about the the amount of laughs you have in a movie. That's not it. Sure, the whole Mar- Marvel Cinematic Universe brought a, like made that sort of like it sort of made a template of how to make a movie for like the Marvel stuff and it works for them. Until it kind of stagnated, then in the, like, the last few Marvel movies, they have been trying to like be a bit different and more creative with it. But that doesn't mean every movie needs to be like this. Like, for example, um, give me a sec. I'm having a hard time thinking about like a blockbuster movie that's not like filled with like jokes and stuff that works. But putting more laughs in your movies doesn't mean it's like better. That depends, like, entirely on your tone, what kind of tone you're going for. Like, I'm sure Dunkirk wouldn't be better if there were jokes in it, right? Uh, no, that would completely defeat the purpose of the movie. Well, Dunkirk there you go. <laughs> it was a great I haven't movie, seen it, by but the way. if they had a fucking song, a comedy song and dance number in there, would you still say it was a good movie? No. That's my yeah. point. No, I agree with you there. Well, you see, that's that's a movie that was, like, I haven't seen it, but I've heard it's amazing, and people watched it. And it I, also wasn't like a family stuff. movie, is the thing. No, definitely not. Like, True. Dunkirk was a historical drama, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Like, and I mean, and you're playing to a different audience there, so you kind of have to factor that in. But this is also endemic of, of something that I've noticed, especially recently, with franchises, is that Hollywood has done everything that they, they think they can do to... Uh, to a dumb everything down for the lowest common denominator to b get as many people in the movie theater as possible and i'm telling you eventually people will stop going because they don't like being pandered you to. think last jedi is a dumbed down version of star wars huh you think last jedi is a dumbed down version of star wars? i absolutely do i think it i think it i think it's a story How? that appeals to the lowest common denominator of movie going how it constantly tries to defy everything you think about star wars how just do you because you're say di- that's dumbed down no just because you are subverting expectations does not mean you've written a good story you they're not only subverting expectations they're like trying different things how is that dumbing down the movie because you ha- you don't have to think about the movie to watch it. I mean, if you do, you... That's if, not if, true. Yes, you... Yeah, listen. Fucking Vice, Ad- Vice Admiral Gender Studies is a fucking terrible character. Yeah. Rose Tico is a terribly written character. And by the way, she fucking sexually assaults Finn during that movie. And no one fucking bad uh, eyelash. Um, really? All right, yeah. that is a... She I never when did she assault him? That's a bigger issue than we want to get into right now. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> if, if the genders were reversed in that movie, do you really think there would be a, 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 when, a thing uh, about it? No, there would be a huge thing been. about it. And I feel like uh, I feel like that's a part that we don't want to get into because that's another hour and a half conversation. Let's give this the part. Whole, and the whole fucking side bullshit story about the casino planet was only there to make a political point. It served zero purpose, and I wish all the characters... In it did serve a purpose. I disagree with you on that. Okay, okay. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, Alex. Hold on, Alex. You say, yeah, you don't need to think about it. Okay, in this movie, they introduced the, the idea that 
yeah, there's like a whole industry that's like getting money from the conflict between the uh, uh, the rebellion and the new order, and it's like the same people that, like both factions are buying weapons from the same uh, um, um, manufacturer. Not what I'm looking for, seller, whatever. It's like how is that dumbing down? Then you get give more layers to that conflict. I mean, because you don't. How much thought is that? Take? I think that the the casino part was more so to show you know what sometimes you take a gamble and sometimes it just doesn't pay off but you know what it worked out in the end for them and that's because the force was on their side because han's lucky uh lucky dice were in play or whatever at the end of the day sometimes your gamble doesn't pay off i know that better than anybody else i think (laughs) God knows how many times I've walked away from blackjack tables broke as a son of a bitch. Like, man, Windsor has a lot of my money. (laughs) I would just like to interrupt this uh, scheduled programming to inform you that I was sent a photograph. And I said, oh, wonderful. I never received photographs. What could this possibly be? Someone had just taken a walloping bite out out of the side of a Kit Kat bar. And I am very disturbed. Okay, oh. I think we can all agree that that is the worst crime. That, this, that is this... that is absolutely the worst. Mm. Hello, President Trump. I need you to arrest no, somebody. Uh, yes. <laughs> no, no I, I know a guy. His name is Cancer. Trump owes him one. That we need to use that one. All right. I I want to interject here with a little bit of history, uh, especially because etymology is an interesting thing, and the term blockbuster gets thrown around a lot, but the the mm-hmm. term blockbuster has been around since the, the 40s, uh, but before, Very true. in a different uh, context, it was used to refer to the aerial, aerial bombings capable of destroying whole blocks of buildings uh, during World War II. Mm-hmm. And then in 1975, the word blockbuster was used to describe Steven Spielberg's Jaws, where Jaws. It, uh, yeah. lines for that movie were literally around the block, which is why they called it a blockbuster. And then two years later, you yeah, had yeah, Star Wars, which was also a blockbuster. So yes. I found that rather interesting. I heard that a little while ago, and I thought, huh, that's a, a bit yeah, of that That term tidbit. does get thrown around a lot today it for does. movies that clearly are not. Right. Like At this point, I think it's more a monetary uh, benchmark that they look yeah. for, as opposed yeah, to, is. especially with... Things like the Alamo Draft House, where you can just buy your seats online and you just kind of wander yeah. in, like. It, but anyway, yeah. getting back to what I was saying, like it, this this whole thing that I talk about with dumbing down franchises is not just indicative of Star Wars. In fact, you can look at the big three science fiction franchises in the world, which is Star Trek, Star Wars, and Doctor Who. They've all been dumbed down over the last five to ten years, and not and most of the fans that were around before don't like it. Do you think that's just indicative of our culture as a whole? I think it's indicative of Hollywood not living in a fucking bubble and not realizing what's outside their own yard. I think it's just I honestly, being I stupid. honestly believe that. I believe that people in Hollywood live in such a bubble that they think that they're always right, and if anything they ever do bombs, it's not their fault, it's the fans' fault. And that's, that, is, that was shown perfectly in Lucasfilm's reaction to the fans' backlash of The Last Jedi. Now... I'm not a marketing major. I didn't do any kind of marketing classes in school, but I do know that the best way to handle fans of your franchise saying that your latest film is bad is not to point your finger in their face and say, no, you're a fucking racist if you didn't like it. No, the way that you sure, handle that... Sure, that's stupid, but let's... let's the way... Sure, but that's stupid, but let's for a sec, like, 
not <laughs> don't let that color your opinion of a movie because that's just silly dude i'm not saying that that, that that necessarily has anything to do with the movie but it definitely reflects very badly on the character of the culture of the people that made it sure if their immediate responses to a majority of people that go see a movie saying that it's bad is you're a sexist you're a racist you didn't understand you're too stupid i mean yeah that's t- that's silly as well like remember the uh what was it ghostbusters like the all-female yeah and uh, ghostbusters movie i remember like all, like the producers like yeah people didn't like it because they don't like all female cats that was just stupid on their part for sure uh, thank and, I mean, that Ghostbuster movie for resulting in my favorite Vine ever, which is just a guy going, an all-female Ghostbusters movie? The feminists are taking over. I'm an adult virgin. Like, <laughs> one of the better Vines that ever came out of Vine, followed very Rest closely peace, by The Peepus Room. If you don't know what The Peepus Room <laughs> is, you need to just YouTube it. It's like... I'm going to have to look oh this up. God, that sounds beautiful. Odd. Uh, it's fuck, Rest I forget in peace, what the guy's fine. name is, but no. The as a consultant, the specializing in marketing and product design, the way that you you fix that problem of people didn't like your movie is you say, no, no, no. You guys look at it a little bit differently. We did Star Wars, but we did Star Wars in the most Star Wars way possible, where we took the shell, the the nougat that is uh, that is Star Wars, and then we we examine the social issues again, just like we did with the originals. And then you come up with some bullshit about how the originals tackled social issues back then, which surely they did, but not in such a real way. Like, uh, yeah, I still, mm-hmm. I still wouldn't agree with that, but that's definitely that's a how you do it. To like, take than actually yeah. waving your finger in their face and saying, no, as a fan, you're a racist. You're a sexist. You're too stupid. You don't understand. You're a homophobe. Right. It, the way that you approach it is not, you're wrong. It's, no, guys, look look at it like this. See, isn't that far more beautiful? You're just looking at it at the wrong angle. Like, <laughs> or, or or just saying, eh, you didn't like this one. Maybe you'll like the next one. Right? Like, I don't know. I mean, I get it. Every every franchise, no matter how good you think it is, has their their fucking goose egg. Like, I mean, Star Trek has its goose egg. It's called Star Trek Nemesis. Um, <laughs> fucking don't watch it. I mean, I will say this. Star Trek now has a brand new goose egg. It's called Star Trek Discovery. Um, and I will say that it has a brand new, uh, like, bright side, which is the Orville, which is... Uh, which is the best Star oh Trek series on television that isn't Star Trek. I love the idea that... I haven't seen Star Trek in so long. That Seth MacFarlane was just kind of like, you booted me off of, of Star Trek? That's fine. I'll make my own Star Trek, but I'll do it better with blackjack and hookers. And then he did it, and it was amazing. Like, I'm so hyped that we get season two, December 30th. Um, I am also, like, there, there is a connection between Star Trek and Star Wars recently. The same person has been responsible for the quote-unquote reboots of both, and that's J.J. Abrams. And I think that's also <laughs> part of the problem, because he is not as good of a director as people say he is. I will agree. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Didn't he knows he knows how to make very low i hate i hate to use this term he he, he has a way of making really low iq popcorn flicks yes and that's about it wait a minute what else has he worked on besides super eight. The, uh he did yeah he did it was uh, he did super eight yeah i forgot super about eight was that. good um he did um oh fuck what else has he done i'm googling I'm this right a now fucking blank 
Okay, you go look it up. All right. I'm drawing a fucking blank. Oh, you did a uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane and the Cloverfield yeah. Paradox. I think those are pretty good. No, he didn't make these. He it was, was involved in kind them. Kind of responsible. Right. Um, yeah. I'm not saying that, that, that these these films are necessarily bad. I'm just saying that they, they aren't... They aren't... Um, well, they're not intellectual in movies. He has not done a single yes, intellectual movie. You don't movie. have to think about them a lot. You can just go to the you can go to the theater, strap on your feed bag of popcorn, and just enjoy it for what it He's is. He's done a whole lot of of like Mission Impossible and like Armageddon, uh, Joyride. Holy crap! Armageddon wasn't that Michael Bay? He was involved with uh, with Armageddon. I believe that J.J. Abrams was a producer. J.J. Abrams was... It was directed by Michael Bay. I believe that you're right. Uh, um, but, I mean, I call him Jar Jar Abrams. That is a good way of, uh, of describing him. Because he's basically, <laughs> he's basically been responsible for ruining two of my favorite franchises. He's ruined an entire franchise for you. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why he doesn't go. I don't know why he doesn't go to the UK and just take over Doctor Who and then have you know the the triple crown of ruining sci-fi franchises under. His oh belt. my God! He did the 1995 <laughs> movie of Casper. Holy shit! That was a really good Jar Jar impersonation. Thank you. I'm known for being very good at it. Uh, I'm good at several impersonations, but they only get better Likewise. with more more alcohol, and I'm running out of alcohol, so. <laughs> Your Russian gets better with alcohol. Russian is always better with alcohol. Is actually proven fact. The Russian tongue is a very heavy tongue, and uh, vodka make tongue very heavy. <laughs> Here for nicely. Absolute. We're almost completely anyway, done. That's with all I got. That's all I got to say about Star Wars. Like, you can. Hey, if you if you mm. think if you think Last Jedi was great, that's fine. Don't. I I have I've reached the point where I I am very comfortable with not actually seeing another Star Wars movie. I think that there is a difference between enjoying a movie or a series and being engaged by a movie or series, and like oh, a big I difference. think that Konosuba, for example, is a very enjoyable series. It's not very engaging. Like hmm. the modern Star Wars movies, I think are enjoyable. They they feel right, and that's the point. They're not meant to. Whereas, I, would, I, I won't open, like that, I won't open that, that can of worms, worms again. E- I'm, I'm done. Evangelion, I think, engages you. It doesn't always make you feel good. It fucks you. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, well, my no, friend put it I, I, best. I, I, you don't watch Eva. You experience Eva. Oh, yeah, for sure. Can, can we and talk? then you get to end of Eva, and you're like, what? Uh, not either, <laughs> can we, can fuck. We talk? <laughs> yeah, not neither. fuck indeed. Fucking jerking off over Comatose Body. Uh, <laughs> oh no! Did we, you see the we, lost meme t- that turned into that? Like, yes. Oh my god, I felt gross. I'm glad I didn't. I felt gross. Can we uh, talk for just a second? I don't want to spoil anything for anyone who hasn't started this yet, especially Natai, because I know he hasn't. Um, but in the context of Evangelion, is it just me, or is Darling in the Franks the most red-pilled anime of all time? Red, red pill? What do you? What mean? do you mean by red pill? Like it's it's very um, that was the best way to put this. Um, I think like, there's a like, lot of societal commentary in Darling the Franks. I think it's a lot. The symbolism is a lot deeper, than, and I think it's very. It's basically saying how shitty our modern society is. Um, sidebar before we get into it, just a note again. I haven't seen Darling the Franks, so I don't know what type of uh, symbolism there is in there, but. Wait, wait. Just keep in mind that back when they made Evangelion, they used a lot of 
Christian sim uh, symbols and stuff, and when they were asked about it, said, oh, it just looked cool. It doesn't really mean anything. Yeah, so yeah. just keep that in mind. I mean, fair. yeah, and, but they did say that after the fact. They didn't say it while it was airing. Sure, but just keep that in mind. Um, but no, I, and we're, we are for sure, when Darling the Franks finishes airing, we are doing a full-on spoiler cast on the podcast. Uh, it's more yes. than just a spoiler cast. It's going to be like a deep dive, like, it's the a dissection. What does this yes. mean? Like, there's Absolutely. a lot there to An autopsy. <laughs> um, I think no, that I the think... most recent episodes can be accurately described with a JonTron quote, which is, we're breaking the conditioning! Like, yeah. holy <laughs> shit. This is... I haven't seen something that isn't necessarily morally... There aren't as many moral implications to it as there are just... I haven't had something make me feel like this in a long time. Well, I say this as I... I listened to a song last night laying in my bed and just started weeping for an era that I will never see, but, like, that's beside <laughs> the point. I'm a sassy Was it the Soviet it. national anthem? At, close. Uh, <laughs> I, I was dreaming of the 50s and how I'll never get to, to drive up and down the oh. coast of California sipping on milkshakes and watching the night sky. Unpopular opinion. Milkshakes are disgusting. Uh, Have you never been to Steak I mean... and Shake? I have. There's one about five Looks minutes like from my fun. house, and I'm. It, I, I, if I wanted ice cream soup, <laughs> I would eat ice cream soup. So people that in a people that have been following me for a while will know that uh, Recon used to take place in a. It actually stands for Reynolds Corner Nerf Club, and on Reynolds Corner Road there is a Steak and Shake, and we used to play Nerf until fucking two in the morning some nights <laughs> three in the morning on other nights like it was always nice. a solid friday or saturday night and afterwards we would always just kind of stumble into uh, a steak and shake and we would be just like drenched in sweat we'd smell we'd be tired and we'd just be like look we're all together don't worry we'll tip you well like we we actually got to know the waitresses that would work these late night shifts because like there's nobody else around other than drunks they don't want to deal with the drunks They'd rather deal with some smelly people. And uh, I, uh, we would always leave, of course, a very healthy tip, but then we'd leave a bunch of Nerf darts on the table, too, as a, uh, a little calling <laughs> card. They loved us. Just put a giant Nerf symbol in the sky, I'll be <laughs> It's like the bat symbol. <laughs> <laughs> this is my bat signal. Just nerf right in the clouds. Just a nerf sign. I didn't. Even, I wouldn't have thought of that. That's good. I like it's that. pretty decent. I mean, that's um, what my logo is designed after the nerf symbol. It's pretty <laughs> solid. So, I, actually, I had a thought. So, getting back to what I said about Zero Two, heard Zero Two about Darling the Franks being a red pilled anime. I can actually relate that to something that's actually happened somewhat recently here in the U.S. Um, I'm sure that a lot of people have probably heard about this they may not be like really steep in this but a few weeks ago our lord and savior kanye west um, <laughs> all right hold on let me settle in for this what? one okay hit me <sighs> okay so kanye west basically caused a whole shit storm when he said that he basically the exact quote was, I like the way Candace Owens thinks. And if you don't know, Candace Owens is this, um, she's a black woman who used to be like a super like leftist liberal person. And then she had like this epiphany one day and she woke up and she was like, oh, I'm, a, I, I'm on the right, not the left. Um, and she's kind of been like going around giving lectures about like, you know, conservative politics and stuff like that. Um, and, uh, and Kanye just put out this, this, this tweet 
that said, I like the way Candace Owens thinks. And everyone went in an uproar. And, and Kanye's like, uh, oh, wow, I just like the way Candace Owens thinks. And he, and he, was, he went on this philosophical rant about all the ills of society. And he was right about a lot of it. I won't, I won't lie. Um, but all of the stuff that he was saying made him sound like very, very like conservative politically. And everyone was losing their shit. And then I, I can't remember. I think it was Chance the Rapper. Uh, I, I think it was Chance the Rapper. Chimed in with a tweet of his own with, when everyone was losing their shit. And he's like, you guys know that black people don't have to be Democrats, right? <laughs> and then he's like. Oh, God. <laughs> and, and, then, and then everyone gave him shit about that. So basically this whole thing is about how it, it's kind of evolved into how, you know, black people still view themselves as if they're on the plantation and they don't have to. And it's become like this huge racial political thing. Um, that's that's like the Cliff Notes version. You can go and kind of look deeper into it if you want. But that's what I think Darling in the Franks is doing with its like societal symbolism. Like... I honestly think and I don't I, I don't I won't know this for a fact until it finishes airing, but I have this sneaking suspicion that Darling in the Franks, the story of Darling in the Franks is actually a societal commentary about SJW culture in the West. Alright, but didn't somebody say that on like some if it wasn't Crunchyroll it might have been Mal and like they got a ton of shit for it? Yeah. But that's where I kind of got it from. I think the it was a forum post on Mal that I think has since been deleted um, because it got there was it just exploded um, as something of that volatility tends to do. Would yeah. But um, I think the the like the opening line to this thing was was, was something like, "Hey, do you guys think that there's a lot of um, SJW symbolism in, in in Darling the Franks?" And then of course there were a bunch of people like, like, "What do you mean? What do you mean? Can you explain?" I mean, it started out really nice. Like it was like going to be like a, a nice conversation. Of course, it escalated very quickly. Um, so, and this guy kind of explained like, well, it, they're talking about like traditional gender roles and you know male female and how like to be anything other than that is kind of against society and it kind of moves society backwards. And then I think that's where it all hit the fan. Like, what are you saying that this is anti-homosexual? It's like, no, I'm just saying that there's some symbolism that shows that. Right. I. I think that if you stray too far left or right, they're almost indistinguishable in a sense. Like, yeah, oh yeah, like they're so extreme you won't everywhere. be able to tell if it's too extreme one way or the other. All that you know is that it's an extreme. Like if yeah, I as somebody that has worked with liquid nitrogen, uh, you don't know whether <laughs> it's too hot or too cold. You just know it is too something, and you don't want it. Yeah, like it's too much for your skin. Yes. Uh, I I actually froze a section of my hand with liquid propane once. That was a bad time. Uh, I was I not propane and propane accessories, but not for you to freeze your hand with some. I don't know how I got to be an Eagle Scout. Honestly, like I'm a dumb. I'm You're dumb as a box of rocks. Leader. Like <laughs> I wow. people that know me well enough know that I say this quite often. I am not. Actually smart. I just know the people that know the answers, so I ask them a lot of questions. Like I, I'm dumb. <laughs> I am hardcore dumb. I'm gonna borrow. I'm gonna borrow a phrase from uh, the Monogatari series that I want to so badly use one day in actual conversation without any context. I am mad scientist. I don't know everything. Oh. I just know I just what know I know. what I know. <laughs> 
Dude, he, he stole that one quote. from you. Like, you never quoted it. I don't know what you're talking about. And I quoted that. <laughs> you're going to quote Monogatari? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Great minds think alike. Solid. Mm-hmm. But no, I mean, I, I, and we'll, we'll talk about this when we do the spoiler cast for, for um, Darling the Franks, but I have this theory, and I, like, if, if it turns out to be, like, really true when, when it's all said and done, I want to write, like, a fucking thesis about this i want to do like fucking analysis videos for days i am very excited to go through the spoiler cast because that show it's it's going to be too fun to, to take, pick apart and dissect at this point i'm excited to watch it when it's done at, at this It'll point the only th- this is the only thing i'll say that about the actual story i'm concerned because we have four episodes to go and i really don't think they can very nicely. Oh my god, that's true. We only have four more. I don't want to think about am, that fact. Oh, I completely lost track because I haven't watched the newest one, so I'm just like forgot where you I was. You say that, you say that, but when I watched the like uh, second to last episode of Code Geass season two, I thought the same thing, and they managed to wrap it up nicely. So right. yeah, and they're that's gonna manage true. to fuck it up I... with season three. Let's not talk about that. It's n- let's not so, talk about it. Please. The second time that I ugly cried on my friend's couch was when I was. They got new a new cat, and they needed somebody to make sure that their new cat didn't murder their old cat, or vice versa. Because Evan is a mean old man, and Poe is a good, good girl. And uh, I was sitting on their couch watching Suraidure Children, which, if you've never watched Suraidure Children, it's like, it's like it's so fanfic good. one-shots. Like, they're so feel-good. I was the second to Caesar last children. episode. I wouldn't even say they're fanfic one-shots. I'd feel like they're just daydreams that normal people have had in their lives at some point. All right, guilty as charged. Um, <laughs> but, like, they're just so feel-good. I was in the second to last episode, and I just started bawling at the end of them. Like, you can't end it. Like, no. No, they, they can't do... No! <laughs> like, without spoiling this anything. This is a really big move. Holy shit. Man, do they make you, like, wait to the last minute for that payoff. And it makes you beg for a season two. At, the, at this point, though, with, with Darling the Franks, I think one of three things is going to happen. Either it's going to have, like, a really phenomenal ending and be remembered as one of the best anime ever. No, we're going to fight about it's it for have, 20 years. Like, <laughs> I know, we're going to fight over who best girl is. It's not Bichigo. Fuck off, you bitches. Uh, with you there. <laughs> Damn. Um, it's either going to have, like I said, it's either going to have a, like a phenomenal uh, ending that we're going to talk about for ages. It's going to have an absolutely shitty ending that we're all going to like hang our heads low about. It's like, <sighs> or it's going to have the the final episode after the the, the credit sequence is going to fade to black, and all you're going to see is to be continued. Which I am perfectly okay with. Do, do, yes, do. Trigger. <laughs> I know. I know. Second seasons aren't your thing, but maybe. Thanos will return. <laughs> Thanos will return. I don't feel Zero so two good, darling. Like, oh. Zero two. I don't feel so good. <laughs> hey, man, listen. The second OP to Darling the Franks is a little too close to home, if you know what I mean. So. That, that, that creepy whisper. I love, like... <laughs> it, it was a careless whisper. Which needs to be the name of a stand. Oh, it's gotta be. Oh, yes, please. 
Listen, we don't have we don't have time to get into that. I could rant about that for ages. Uh, it's like uh, me with the color we'll, green. We'll save that. Holy crap. We'll we'll save that for the next episode. <laughs> and actually speaking of that, we are kind of we have we've it's been a very long time since we last did one of these WTF episodes. We're kind of thinking about making this a monthly thing so we can just get on here and just rant about bullshit for an hour hour and a half. So tell us what you think on our Discord and Facebook yes. group. Yes. And that's actually a great place to end it because we talked about maybe two things that we, we did, like wrote down to talk Alex, about. Alex, I just want you wow, to know exactly. I tried really hard to steer you into one of the conversations you wanted to have, and you just like pumped the brakes I, so I, yeah. hard. Yeah. It that, was hilarious. I, it was, I know. I succeeded one time out of the three times I tried. <laughs> yes. Hey, I hey it was still so good, though. I agree. So I was going to go good. crawling in my skin, like. Don't worry about me. <laughs> can we not? Can we not get a copyright strike, please? Lord. I think that none of us are Rest good enough peace, at Chester. singing. That what we a great man! Copyright strike. Yeah, no, not me. For sure. <laughs> nah, if, if, if you're not gonna sing "Shining Justice," oh, I will sing. My I, I know that whole song. You like the back of my hand. All right, anyway, so thank you all. All uh, let me try that one again. Thank you all, <laughs> all out there for dropping. This must be the work of an enemy stand. Forty-five, uh, an hour and thirty minutes in, I fucked it up. Gotta restart <laughs> it all, you all guys. There for, gotta restart it from the yeah, beginning. Yeah, we gotta restart from the beginning now. Thank you all out there for dropping in to listen to this. We hope you enjoyed it because we always enjoy bringing this stuff to you. If you want to check out previous episodes of the podcast, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and or YouTube. If you want to keep up with what we're doing and have a little more fun, you can join our Discord server, become a member of our Facebook group, follow our Twitch channel, and or visit our website. And as always, if you have any questions, comments, criticisms, or concerns on this or any episode, feel free to shoot us an email. Links to all these things will be down below in the description. And be sure to tell us if you actually want us to do this every month because we kind of like just getting together to bullshit about things animu and non-animu related. Um, other than that, uh, as always, I have been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, everybody. Good morning, everyone. I'll find you. <laughs> break down, break down, dinner.